Welcome back to the Graveyard Shift. I'm James Pugh. And I'm Faithy Power. And today we're joined by a woman renowned for a inspirational public speaking, who's hopefully going to share her story of how she built a multi-million pound global beauty brand from her kitchen table. A very warm welcome to celebrity beauty therapist, Deborah Mitchell, founder of Heaven Skincare. Welcome. Well, hello. It's really, really lovely to be invited here today. And Jackfield's a bit of my old stomping ground. So I'm really, really pleased to be here. It's a beautiful studio you have here. And what a great idea, your company. It's um, you're a PR company as well, isn't it? Oh, worth worth noting for me, <laughs> yeah. Um, Deborah, if I could sort of kick things off. Um, you've always talked open and honestly uh, about the challenges you faced uh, when you were younger. Um, I think you were bullied um, as a teenager for having severe acne. Um, how have you, been, have you been able to overcome these challenges to create such a, you know, global business well the thing is about uh, i mean in a way you can overcome um anything some of the scars still are there if you have acne some of the way people treated you um they do still stay and so i think i'm quite a sensitive person um and i think having successes are a really a good way to sort of overcome things because you can hold on to all of your successes. But successes can be small or large. They don't have to be, you know, multi-million pound companies or grow companies. They can be very small wins. And I think that the fact that successes are small wins of, a, of achievement or doing something, even now, I hold on to my small wins of achievement, you know, doing something different in the garden even or actually having a hobby or going for a hobby or because for me, I'm a bit of a workaholic. So going for a hobby is an achievement. <laughs> so, yeah, they're, they're sort of um, I obviously had um, no choice. I was born ambitious. So I couldn't really have a choice not to be like a fighter and wanted to achieve. I, As a young girl, I always wanted to achieve something enormous, you know. I would daydream a lot. So I think um, even daydreaming now is a good thing. It's good for our sort of abilities and things like that, yeah. What would you say was the idea behind setting up the business initially? Were there any particular products that really inspired you? Or do you think it's kind of come from all of that in your background and the bullying and that kind of thing? Um, the bullying helped me um, pass a lot of exams that I perhaps wouldn't have done. So thanks, bullies, because <laughs> I, uh, I ended up in the library quite a bit more than I would have wanted to. Uh, too scared to venture out. Nobody could hit you in the library. Um, and so I passed some exams that nobody expected and I was dyslexic. So, and I am dyslexic. So, um, these sort of things are, are, are good. You know, if you look at everything that happens negative in your life and say it's happening for a reason, the reasons actually do come out later on. You know, we are guided. I do believe we are guided to do whatever we, we end up mm -hmm. doing. Um, and, um, products didn't really inspire me. I mean, I had acne before I did my beauty course and I didn't even know what to do with it. I mean, toothpaste, oh, 
I even tried bleach. I didn't know. I thought spots were there and you want to dry them out and get rid of them. Mm. Didn't know what was happening, you know, didn't know that hormones do make a difference. Um, but you can do things to help your skin and your acne. And the worst thing to put on it is things that dry it out sometimes because sometimes your skin is over dried out and so it creates spots. Mm. It's a thing like acid and alkaline. Mm. Alkaline is dry, acid is normally the damper form. Mine was quite oily, but then it would go dry one day. And then all of them, wake up in the morning, my spots seem better. Wake up the next day and I'd have bazookas, you know. Mm. Um, and shyness wasn't, you know, it didn't help really. Um, and so I did my beauty course. And um, on my beauty course, I did the beauty course because I had done some modelling and I'd done one different beauty things and um, I thought I'll do some modeling so I'll learn another trade was beauty that I could do part-time I didn't think I wanted the career in the way um, that my career has happened and um, so I went and did my beauty course um, I was a little bit older than some of the other people because I'd done drama first and again they didn't like that I don't know why. Um, so, but I was good at it. And when I started doing my beauty, I felt like I was home. It was a funny feeling. And I would recommend anybody listening to this recognise that feeling. If you feel really good about something, if you feel that calm feeling, it's usually in the right direction. And it was in the right direction for me. And so when I was on my course, they luckily taught me how to make skincare products. It was part of my course. I'm 57 and um, the age that my course was, there wasn't many beauty products out there. So we had to learn how to make our own, to use our own, because the companies weren't out there then. Um, and I was the last course that did making beauty products. So I did some leg waxing and um, there was a product called um, Chamomile Morocco and it stopped redness. It was on the other trolley for the leg waxing but what happened every time I was making these formulas that they told you how to make I kept on having to go home with a red face on the bus well anybody knows red face and spots just do not go together they ex ex accentuate it and there was this really lovely lad on the bus that I really liked and this was just not going to happen I was, ne he was never going to meet me anyway so um I thought okay I'll grab the leg waxing product, which was this chamomile Morocco, pop it into my face mask. It calmed my skin down. And hence, one of my first products that I made was chamomile desensitizer. And that blue is the chamomile Morocco. And it still is very good for eczema. It's very good for um, uh, acne. And it's just very calming. Very good for acne rosacea as well. Um, so... It was, it was really, really good. And as I did my course, of certain things on the course, being a little bit older, I got a little bit bored because they were teaching you how to do business and how to write checks and things. And I'd done all that, you know. I'd, so I was daydreaming one day and I planned my future on the board. So I moved everything around. I thought, right, after I leave here, I'm going to... Um, 
I'm going to go mobile, then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do that, and I'm going to set up businesses in in uh, hotels, then I'm going to do my own, make my own products, and then I'm going to be a multimillionaire. Okay, mm-hmm. so the court that day finished the the thing. I forgot all about the the board. <laughs> um, um, there was various different things we did in my courses, and then that was that. So my first job. I worked at, I started early and I got my job before anybody else because I applied for the jobs before I passed my, finished my exams. Nobody else thought about that. So being dyslexic, I'm a bit of an entrepreneur. So I do things slightly different to other people. So I started my first job and luckily for me, they didn't have many products. So I had to start making little products to help the products that they had. They had a few products and it was good. And then I decided to um, buy a pack of nail extensions. They were £10 and my first customer gave me one £10 plus £1 tip. So I'd already made the money from the nail extensions. And to be honest, that's how I set up my business because every time I bought something, I didn't do it on, um, I didn't have a loan or anything like that. So it was just very grown in in that way. Um, And it was an easy way to do a business because there was no fear involved in it because if I failed, nobody would say anything. I wouldn't, you know, I didn't have any loans or anything, so nobody could say anything. I just carried on gathering money and I'd do their facials part-time while I was working um, and I'd work seven days a week. I had a, a room on one of my days off, so I literally was used to working a lot. And um, and it was at uh, the Tennis and Racket Club. So I had one room there and that that was good. And I earned earned quite a bit of money and I um, I just carried on doing various different treatments and things like that, had another job. And I got so busy part-time that in the end I had to leave and I started doing, you know, mobile as I wanted to and, and getting my products and making them. I gave my customers a gift every time I did their facial. So this is your gift this time. Please use this product till I see you next. And then they'd have another gift. Um, And then I really was really tired because I'd started working at night, you know, making the products that were the gifts. And then they got used to having these skincare gifts that were homemade in my kitchen. And people do say, oh, they're homemade in the kitchen. Mine really were homemade (laughs) in my kitchen, you know. You know, there wasn't anywhere else to make them. And um, so um, I had a friend um, that was a customer that I, I, I really was busy um, and one of my customers had asked for a treatment, not she had to wait three months, and it was Tracy Taylor, who was married to Andy Taylor, who is still married to Andy Taylor out of Duran Duran. And she said, Deb, you're working too hard. Come and join the Holiday Inn with me. So I went and joined the Holiday Inn. And while I was at the Holiday Inn, um, they said to me... Um, We've got a beauty room here. You're a beautician, aren't you? I said, yeah. I said, 
well, we've got a room here and we haven't got a beautician. Would you like to do that? I said, yeah, yeah, I would. So my first treatment room was a disabled toilet. <laughs> Honestly. You know, I don't think people would do what I did then. So I had to move my couch with my customer on to get around the couch to massage the other side. It was really hot. And... Within a very small small space of time, I was earning £12,000 a month. I'd got four beauticians starting at 8 o'clock and finishing at 10, round the clock, seven days a week. And um, I'd still make the products and give them to them. And my tiles for heaven were made here at Jackfield. They were blue tiles with gold stars on and I loved them it's like part of my sort of franchise that I was going to have later on I hadn't I haven't still had franchises yet but and um so I did so well they gave me another room which was the sun bedroom that was very um small too but it it taught me to work in small places and everybody else and it was great Somebody other, another person saw how good I was at running businesses in hotels and they asked me to do the Regency Hotel in Solihull. So I was at the Regency Hotel in Solihull and I thought, ooh, that board's coming true. It just dawned on me that it was coming true. I hadn't done it. It was achieving it by itself. I never asked to join. I never forced anything. It was working. So the vision that I'd had was working. So I thought, let me just, tomorrow, I want to make so much money. And then at the end of the day, I'd get really quite close to it. So I thought, right, I want to make so much money. Or I want this to achieve this. Or I want to do that. And oh, I was like the Midas touch to begin with. And I got all this money. And I'm, my products were made by me, but they weren't tested. They weren't, I thought they should be made by a factory. It would help me. So I went to a factory. And um, this gentleman was very good. I said, look, you know, I've made these products. I give them to my customers, but can you make them for me? And so I'd pick up this hydro cleansing milk, which was amazing. And I would tell him how good it was. You know, the rosemary is in there because people don't realise that your skin is dirty because it's got pollutants on, you know, and the gravel, there's iron oxides, there's things you need to remove those and... So I was selling, I was a salesperson, I was selling my own product ingredients to him. And then my age defiance was lovely, which is this product. And it was amazing. And it's, uh, you know, it made the skin really young looking. And so there was five products that I'd made. And um, he, uh, he was, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, we'll do that. So you've, you've got to put this ingredient, this is it. So I'd go in then, uh, okay, tests, then I'd get them, the bottles made and everything. So the holiday in, and I said, look, it's been six months now. You've had quite a lot of my money now, and I really need my products. Mm. And he said, haven't you got it yet? So what do you mean? You're not having them. We've, I said, I've paid you to for the tests. I've paid you for everything. We haven't got a formal contract and we're using your products. No. We're using your ingredients. Mm. 
we've put the work and the effort into it and we're having them for our thing. I said, you can't do that. Try and stop me. Mm. So I was sitting in between two doors at the Holiday Inn um, and I was like, crying my heart out. Mm. People walking past us, crying my heart out. And this feeling came over me again. And it was a funny feeling. It was like a powerful feeling. What do I do? I'll just make mine better. Mm. They, haven't, they haven't got me, so I could make my products better. So I made everything better. Everything. I put Hober into my um, hydro cleansing milk um, and I changed the lavender to French lavender. The French lavender works so much better. Um, organic was my thing. I was very much a person that never wanted any boxes for anything, as these don't have any boxes, because I thought, why do you throw a box away? Why? That's what you do, isn't it? Yeah. I've never box. known yeah. why, you know? A bag you could use again, yeah. fine, but yeah. a box, no. And it, anyway, so, and then one of my products, the Age Defiance, it was really good, but I thought, what do I do? And I phoned up a chemist, um, Nick McKibe, it was, and he, he was a lovely man, and I said, um, I said, I've, I've got a question for us. Is what's the most expensive ingredient that nobody uses that's the best that you could ever think about? And he said, uh, dimethanol salinol hyaluronate. I said, how much is it? He said, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot for me then. Mm. You know, my products were like £10 by that time, you know. Mm. I said, I don't care. I'll put the price up. So I put it up straight away to £26. And it was amazing. I put up to 4% in. I couldn't go above 4%. And it made the skin like iridescent and beautiful. Mm. And it repaired spots so well. It can be used around the eyes. It makes the eyes younger. And it stopped. It doesn't make them swell. So you can, you've got this day cream that you can do anything with. And it was a real winner. And... It proved to be a massive winner because later on, in, as the time went on, I, I posted one out to Victoria Beckham. And Victoria Beckham, because I thought, well, it fixes my spots, post it out to Victoria Beckham. And I was shopping one day and um, I said, I said, oh, my God, Victoria Beckham's agents phoned me on my phone and left a message. So listen to it to my husband at the time, which is now still my husband. Um, and he said, that's not Victoria Beckham's agent, that's Victoria Beckham. <laughs> you know, you can save messages now, mm. but you can't, you couldn't then. There were seven yeah. days and that was it, gone, yeah. seven days. And it was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. My skin's never looked so good. You know, I can't believe that you've made this product. And, you know, anyway, she was really kind. Um, I, it went into the magazines and um, it sold hand over fist. Um, I went abroad to um, China and... To, and I thought, this is me now. Mm. I'm going to be a multimillionaire. I'm going to China. This is it. I've got blue bottles that match the blue um, tiles from Jackfield here and with the gold writing. And um, on the plane, I 
touched the bottles. I haven't got one here, actually. And they felt damp. And I thought, well, it's the, it was the, the air, mm. the condensation. Mm. It actually wasn't. They had a little piercing, tiny little hole mm. because they, it was the way they were moulded. So the actual, the flight mm. sort of broke the little hole in the corner, the pressure. Um, the funny thing is I know how to fix that now. Mm. Don't put so much in the bottle. No. <laughs> I didn't know then. So in China, I had the world in my hand, literally. Everybody, I don't know what it was. It was like magnetism. They were all the Chinese, Australians, everyone were looking at these bottles, not even the product. It was just something attracted them. So I came back with all these cards in my hand and it was like, no, no, no. I'm not going to be able to sell to these people. I haven't got people to help me. I'm not good enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. I just pop these cards in the drawer. I won't phone them. I mean... Every single day I'd looked at those cards. <laughs> Will I phone them today? Two weeks went by. No, they won't really like it if I phone them now. Any excuse, any excuse to not achieve. Uh, the fear was just so big. Um, it was just ridiculous. And um, it was a good lesson for me because every single day of my life, I kept on having in the back of my head those cards. Mm. I should have found them. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't good enough because I needed to change my packaging and I hadn't got the money for the packaging. And basically, it was just fear. And was it still you at this point? Only me. Yeah. Only me. So um, I'd sort of got my beauticians and, you know, but I was still, it was still, I, I made the products myself. I didn't trust anybody else. Um, but carried on selling and, and doing. And I kept on thinking, I've got to change this packaging and then I can achieve. I could have achieved. I was just frightened. Mm. And it taught me because every single day that I thought about it was a waste of my brain power. Thinking about what you're not, what you're too frightened to do is just a waste of brain power. You may as well do it and it fail, definitely fail, because you stop thinking it, it after it fails. You can think, go on to think about something else. So anything now that I want to do that... Seems like impossible. I'll just blink and do it because it's in my head. It's impossible. Nothing's impossible. If you try hard enough, you wait long enough. And this was my sort of motto, really. And um, so uh, with Victoria Beckham buying all the products and she bought so much of my packaging that I managed to get my head above the parapet sort of thing enough and I thought, right, and a customer came in and, and uh, she'd bought a house. I thought, if I buy a house, then I, I sell it or do something. I'll get some money from my packaging. So I did that and I re-kept the house, remortgaged it, used the money for my packaging. Because packaging was expensive mm -hmm. because you have to buy a lot. If you want a good one mm -hmm. and it's unique, you have to buy a lot. And so um, I did that and... Um, people were buying my products and famous people were using it. I was flying with Duran Duran and, you know, I met loads and loads of their friends that were famous people, you know, at, at that time. And it was 
um, a charmed life, full of busyness, but charmed life. Um, and it was wonderful having my daughter. And I always thought, right, when I'm older, my daughter can work with me. So I engineered that now, and she does work with me. <laughs> Made her. She wanted to work for other people, but no, one daughter, <laughs> you know. And um, so obviously people, you know, I'm going to get to the stage now where I've got to tell you about getting phone calls from the royal family, haven't I? Yeah. I have to, really. <laughs> and um, so I was still... Always hand to mouth, to be honest, because I was I was always thinking the next the next corner would be the millionaire, the next corner would be this. But to be honest, um, skincare companies take a lot of money to grow, and it, there's a reason why people are old when they achieve, you know, it because it takes a long time to achieve what we perceive to be, you know, the end goal. Um, so I was at. Um, I was quite, you know, I'd been on telly a bit and I was quite famous in, in the industry. Um, I was looked at with high regard, which was quite a nice thing. And I got a phone call from Clarins and they'd sent me some free products and I thought oh, I was just going to say thank you to them. So it was Clarins, oh, I'll just speak to them. Hello, thank you for sending me your products, but don't you know I make my own? <laughs> but still, anyway, um, no, it's Clarins House. Uh, we'd like to send an envoy to you to um, with a, with a view for you two in the um, Duchess, Camilla. Um, and so I said, oh, oh that sounds nice. Um, <laughs> did a treatment on this lady, and again, I got that funny feeling. I was home again. Mm. It was weird. It was weird to get that feeling again when I'd got it before. And I thought, hmm, is this telling me where I'm supposed to be? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I was older, still doing treatments, um, and I really did enjoy doing treatments. So I thought, okay. Then the day I was supposed to do Her Royal Highness, His Royal Highness was having a treatment so or something, so there wasn't a couch. I thought, oh, well, never mind, I'm not doing it. And that is the best way to think. If you think something, it, it, just think, never mind, it doesn't matter because it usually comes out right. Then they got another couch and then I actually ended up doing him as well. Wow. And I believe it's like, <laughs> oh, my God, it was like <laughs> doing the Prince of England, uh, doing as a back massage at the time. Mm. So I, I wasn't nervous. I wasn't nervous. She was the most... Gorgeous person I'd ever met. I, she's real charisma, and I just instantly loved her to bits. And I carried on doing treatments. Um, and that was just after she'd got married. And and it was it's been really lovely because every time I try new products or make new products, she's so for women in business. Mm -hmm. She's so for things, and she she have a little say and she'd say, oh, I don't like this packaging because it's difficult to open or that was nice, but it was a bit sort of, you know, oh, that was a bit greasy. Okay, won't do that. I don't like this. Okay. And, you know, it's just so lovely. And, you know, standing, it's like standing in the rooms and the palaces and going there was really, um, really nice, but friendly. Mm -hmm. So I didn't think... Oh wow! You know you could get blasé, but I'm 
I love to curtsy. I really love to curtsy. So I'm like, I curtsy every time. You know, it's not very often you get to curtsy to people, so I'm curtsying every time. I'm really good at it now. And um, so this was like how my my life was. And hand-to-mouth still with, with the business growing, salons started to take on. Um, Dubai asked for my products. And when I went over to Dubai, um, they... They said, I don't like this with no, you know, no boxes. You know, this isn't the right thing to do. And I said, don't, you know, don't throw away trees. One day people will see that it's not a good idea. You know, well, they're in glass. Well, the glass is organic and the writing's organic and the product's organic. And do you want to have petrochemicals on your hands while you're then applying the cream? Uh, Okay, okay. They sold really well. And I did really well. I did the best in Dubai. I'd achieved so much in England, but I did the most in Dubai in a week that I'd achieved in the whole of my time in England. It was really strange. Nobody knew about me treating the royal family because I couldn't discuss that. Mm -hmm. And then um, one day I was looking in the mirror, actually while I was treating Camilla, and I was thinking, got a dressing table mirror, and I was looking at it. I've got some lines coming here (laughs) and I'm happy and I look like I'm frowning. This isn't good. I think I'm going to have to have some Botox. Um, I don't like Botox. So that night I went, as my formulas, I I really sort of dig deep and go to sleep. I ask a question, go to sleep, and I think the answers come to me at night. So I thought, what do I do? Right, okay, right. So. I'm already loving this answer because I need I'm it. like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we won't mention channeling because who knows? Is it channeling? Is it something that I used to do in another life? I have no idea. But the one thing I do know is the answer comes. The answer does come. So the next morning, the answer came and it was bee venom. And the one thing I would say is my sister had kept bees. So there could be something there in in that head about her that just have a sip of my lovely coffee (laughs) and so um so I made this bee venom with honey bee venom and the fact about bees um and bee venom was that they um they they sting the sting makes your body sort of respond So to put it into creams, it would make it respond. And if you can make your skin um, think it's been damaged, it will repair so Mm -hmm. fast and you will get younger. So, and the great thing about the venom is that it's a venom. So a venom, the skin doesn't want it to move. So it does freeze and it freezes for a good period of time. And the freezing effect brings in the collagen to nurture it afterwards. So you've got you've got everything there. Uh, honey's amazing healing properties. And um, so it was quite sticky because I put too much honey, so I made it a mask. And so um, this was the bee venom, and it was in a nice glass jar at the time, not this this one. And um, so gave it to Her Royal Highness. She loved it. Mm-hmm. Made her skin look beautiful. And, but that was that. You know, nobody knew. And I sold it. 
over the, the, the following year and a half and people would buy it and it stopped eczema and it was great. Um, it wasn't selling hand over fist, um, but it was selling and um, I, I was glad because it was £27,000 for the venom and it's a lot to buy. You know, you can buy a little tiny ampule and you can buy a bigger one and big one. I was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, but, I, you know, I couldn't have really coped with a big demand so quickly. So what happened then is I was at a friend's house and I got a phone call from the palace and it said, um, have you seen the papers? Well, my mum didn't even know I treated the royal family, you know, members of the royal family. And um, said, have you seen the papers? And I said, no. And splashed across the sun was a duchy touch-up. And I was like, uh, honestly, it was like somebody put a knife in me. Yeah. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I haven't <laughs> said anything. I've not told anybody. You know, I was, I was crying. I was like, you know, my friend that I cared about to tell anybody about me treating her. I wanted to look after her, and it was awful. She said, "They said actually, it was us." Somebody phoned up and said, "You know, Aston, the palace never lies, and it doesn't lie." No. So, um, so they they said so. So, if anybody speaks to you again, obviously no comment. Mm -hmm. So the the um, Daily Mail phoned up, said, um, "I can't talk to you." Said, "We just want to know: Are the bees harmed?" It's all we want to know. We don't want to know about anything else. We just want to know: Are the bees harmed? No, they're not harmed, you know. I really look after bees and I'm, I care about bees. They're not harmed, you know. Um, they sting a pane of glass and um, they it's like milking the bees and I was explaining it all. It runs down and it's collected and it's really, you know, it doesn't harm the bees. They they don't die of stinging because their the barbs don't go out and it's, it's, it's just something that they can use and it's really good and I get... Um, my heart, you know, I get it really from a, a very good source. And anyway, so the paper come out, an old picture of Camilla, or a picture of her looking old, and a picture of her looking later on. And I'm like, uh, oh, my God. Oh. So I learned then about PR, you mm. know, just be careful. You say anything, they can put whatever you've said comments by Deborah Mitchell and put it with everything else. So they quoted yeah. you in the article, had they? Of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but my quote was just that. Yeah. Anyway, um, the whole world phoned up then mm. and I didn't have any PR. I didn't have anything. I was, you know, I was a, a mum of two. Mm. I was, I'd had to have two phones at the time. Um, one phone to take, one phone call to ask them to wait, wow. the other phone call, say, can you phone me on that, hang on. And it was like I was doing my customers, going out from my customers with the face mask on. Yes, okay. And I did do press um, because my skincare, and it sold really well, and the other products sold really well. And people were saying congratulations and things like that. And... Um, it was like winning the lottery, to be honest, mm -hmm. because um, I'd got a website at the time and people did buy off the website, but they phoned. So they phoned up and we'd got a few people working and we could pay their bills. 
you know, could pay their wages, you know, and it was nice to be able to afford to pay the wages and things like that without worrying. And I could do more things with the money and more packaging and more products. And Her Royal Highness was absolutely wonderful. She knew it wasn't me and they hadn't really primed me for things like that. So mm. it was their fault, really. <laughs> How <laughs> no, did it you wasn't. find the press side of it? Because it can be very, well, I mean, we know with some of our own clients, it is a lot to kind of have a camera shoved in your face or have those phone calls out of the blue from a journalist. How do you think you handled that and how do you think that's kind of helped you? Because I'm no one shy. I'm a real exhibitionist. <laughs> and I am shy one-to-one with people, but I can talk to a whole group or whole room full of people and really make them laugh for some reason. So um, it, it isn't really a problem. And I have had a few nasty press, which you can have. But if you're honest and you just try and be careful and not sort of wonder too much about what you're saying and try and don't leave yourself open to certain things, then it's it's okay. You know, but come on, you've got to take the bad with the good, haven't you? If you're going to have... There's no press. There's no press that's bad or, or good. It's all press. Yeah. So if I have a bad tweet or somebody... I love Twitter... Mm-hmm. Heaven Skincare, if anybody's listening. Yeah, I you. Tweet me. I love Twitter. Um, and um, so if I get a troll, I love it. Any trolls out there? <laughs> get loads of retweets from the trolls. Please do it. Um, so things like that. And because of the bullying and stuff, anything that I get now, I think, no, you're not going to get me. You know, you're not going to upset me. Now, as long as I haven't done anything wrong, I'm fine. Um, So it's been absolutely a joy, my job. And um, But some of the things that I'd focused on, some of my dreams were, I wanted, I mean, uh, we did move into a factory. We rented a factory and um, it was called The Mill. And it was a really nice factory. It was old-fashioned, but it was lovely. And we have got a TikTok as well, which I think is a heaven skincare TikTok, is it? What is it? Heaven underscore skincare. I don't do the TikTok, but I'm in it sometimes. Um, My lovely team do that. And um, it's got the picture of the old factory and the new factory. Well, my dream was always my thought process. I'd got this routine that I'd learned how to do, which was, um, and I don't know whether it's, it's called the mountain. Okay, I'm going to bore you to tears here. <laughs> oh God, the mountain. It is really useful. So what it is, is you decide where you want to get to, and that's your mountain. So you want to get there on the top of your mountain. So what you do is you imagine you're on the top of a mountain doing the job you want to do or having the baby you want to have or having the boyfriend or the husband or the the girlfriend or whatever it is. And then you imagine how you got there. But what I noticed when I was on top of the mountain, which was really good, is I was bored. So I realised that my journey to the mountain was the thing that I was going to enjoy. So every time things were difficult, I thought, this is great, it's difficult, I'm going to enjoy this. And although my daughter, you probably just heard her go, oh God, the mountain, (laughs) the mountain, 
she doesn't really understand it yet, but when she does understand the mountain, it's a good tool to get over things. Well, my mountain, one of my mountains were that I was in a factory that I owned and it had got a window that was like at a right angle with a boardroom table. And I would have the board people there and I would leave the boardroom and go and do a client. That was my mountain. That was what I, that was my achievement. Um, and, you know, I'd obviously own it and I'd be able to afford to own it because you have to add on a few little caveats else you could get where you want to go to, but you might not be able to afford to stay there. I needed to stay there. Anyway, so I was at this mill and it was very comfortable. Comfort's not good for business, I have to say. Comfort's not good for business. So luckily my daughter had joined the company by then and she was like, if you don't get a new factory, I'm leaving. <laughs> I assume she's responsible for you. Right. So again... Something that I didn't do. I kept on looking, but no, nothing was ever good enough. Fear again. It rises, it's, oh, you know, it's ugly head. Fear again. What we, if I move? Were you just looking in Shropshire or...? I wanted to be in Shropshire yeah. and close. Yeah. But that's good, isn't it? Yeah. Looking very close in Shropshire yeah. because it makes it more difficult to find someone, mm. some place. It makes it difficult. <laughs> Found a few places, put an odd offer and then I cancelled the offer. Then my husband picks up and he said, these look nice. I said, they do. Got that funny feeling again. Mm. Went to look at it. They wouldn't rent it to me. Got to pay for it. So my hard-earned savings, you know, millions in the banks, you know, and stuff. Not that I've got millions in the banks, please, <laughs> you know. Not when you run a skincare company. You never have any money. And not um, with the energy costs that they yeah. are today. <laughs> anyway, so I thought, right. So my daughter came with me. I said, do you want this? Yeah. Okay. Didn't think about the boardroom at the top. I said, all I want is a horseshoe shape. And I handed it to my daughter to carry on for me working. And I just want a horseshoe shape. Do you know what? She created exactly what I wanted. How could she have created exactly what I wanted? Now, that's the funny thing. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't even know the colour of the floor. And I made a mistake on the toilets. <laughs> she said, you've got to do something more. I said, yeah. So I did brown toilets. And they looked like <laughs> poo. It was horrible. And I was like, I said to the builder, I said, please change the toilets, run over it in the forklift, please. <laughs> you know, so we can change it. Anyway, they're grey now. So if you ever come and visit my factory, which is absolutely gorgeous, <laughs> they are beautiful grey. Yes. And how has the move to the new factory sort of helped the business grow? Um... I tell you what, it's great. Um, the move to the new factory is really good. I'm not going to say to you that it's fantastic because if you're spending a fortune of money on something, where does that go from? Mm. It goes from either um, advertising or something. And because I'm now treating the king and queen, I can't do any press because they're going to really kill me, the press are. <laughs> so they're going to, and there's loads of things and they keep phoning up all the time. So, you know, but we do really well. And the reason we do really well is because we've got loyal customers that our skincare does something that no other skincare does. It makes you look younger in one application and it stops any skincare problems. And so our customers are still buying. They still, um, 
Oh, is that a sweet you unwrapping there? <laughs> she didn't dish those out, did she, our Eleanor? <laughs> crunchy, crunchy, crunchy. Um, yeah, so, but I go to work. When I go to work, I just enjoy everything. And my my staff are like my, my friends. Um, in fact, Karen, who works for me, she does the, the books and she does everything. Eleanor, who's here, and my daughter, who I love. Hard to work with your daughter, though. <laughs> Real pressure, I tell you. I could be going shopping and she'll go, um, can you tell me the difference between this and this of training manuals? <laughs> so on, on a day off? Anyway, that's how she gets me. <laughs> What's it like working with oh you, Oh, my mom? God, so I'll be in bed. And my, <laughs> I, obviously, I don't live with my parents, but I have, like, an annex on the side of my room. So she'll come in my room and get in my bed <laughs> at 12 o'clock at night or random times, or she'll just come in, make something up and come sit there, talk about work or anything. It depends what days we get on, but then, again, in the mornings, I do get ready. I go and put my makeup on in her room, so it depends what, what we're feeling that day. Sometimes we'll argue, <laughs> we've gotten very well this morning, because <laughs> I'm here, but if we didn't get on, I'd be in the office. Yeah. <laughs> we do, yeah, we do get on um, super well, but... Ella is, is like an identikit of me without the shyness because um, I was painfully shy, so I was quiet. But Ella is really forceful, you know, really forceful. And as a business person, I probably did make a few mistakes. So I can see when she's making them. Mm. So I sort of guide her a little bit. And I love it because um, my staff that work for me now um, – I I I feel like our, our factory is a home for them. And so we've got some fish now, you know, and they talk to the fish because I talk to my fish. So um, there's, it's really, really lovely. And it's like a horseshoe shape with a kitchen in the middle. And then downstairs, we're making all the products. And we are having a royal private visit and um, can't say when. I just live a charmed life, to be honest, because I love doing this. I love my products. I've managed to overcome specific packaging things. Um, and it's like, this is a liquid bottle here. And when I wanted to put my products into this, I decided to change it to a cross-polymer molymer, which means... In technical terms, it turns into water from a viscous product. And it's great because it hydrates the skin. This is the orange flower salmonel, big seller. So, but people love the this water, the older one. My daughter actually made some wipes called the Ella Jane wipes, and they were the best-selling product that I've ever launched. They, I mean, they're smaller. They were really amazing. And Catherine Tilsley, some of the, um, well, Raiding Chelsea people, they were lovely and everything. So I've had some real luck, but I've also worked very, very hard, but I haven't given up. I really haven't. And I, if there was one take-home thing that I could say to anybody, don't give up. Your life's too short. If you really do want to do something, do it, but do it carefully. Don't just leave your job and then do something. If you've got a hobby that you want to do, do that. Work hard till you can't work any harder, until you've fallen asleep. And then, you know, um, do it. Because 
I'm still making new products. And one of the products I've just made, which was last year, was a collagen, collagen drops. And it's incredible. It gives you loads and loads of energy, makes your hair grow, and it makes you really young looking. And so my customers never stop getting younger. And I think, I'm going to sound really vain now, but I think I, I'm looking younger as I'm looking older. Mm. I mean, I'm 57 and I do look old, but I look the best version of myself I could do. And if I look back at myself, I think I do look a bit on the plumpy side, but <laughs> it always helps. Yeah, I'm glowing, yeah. I've got to ask, when you were starting out making products in your kitchen, surely um, treating the king and queen is never part of your business plan? No, it wasn't. <laughs> I never even thought that that was ever going to happen in the business plan. However, oh, God, this is going to sound weird. I saw a medium when I was... Um... <laughs> oh, I love it again. Oh, God. <laughs> I saw a medium when my son was like a small little, you know, little baby. And um, she said to me, she said, you make products, don't you? And you do something with your hands that's like makes a face younger. I said, yeah. She says, you're going to be a multimillionaire, she said, and you're going to go all over the world with your products and you're going to go to um, Hong Kong. From Hong Kong, you're going to go through all of the world and you're probably going, you are going to have an emblem that's going to be able to be put on your products. Um, and um, you're going to give Camilla... At that time, when Camilla was not anything. Wow. You're going to give Camilla a basket of products. And that was what she said. I didn't think Camilla. Mm. I just thought, what's, you know, mm. because she, I didn't think about it because I didn't think then. Anyway, she said, think of me when you're on the plane. I said, well, I can't afford to go to Hong Kong. They'll pay because they want you. And remember when I said I went to China, well, it was Hong Kong, mm. actually. And that was when I went and the bottles broke. Mm. Um, but I went back home to my husband and said, I'm going to be a multimillionaire. Anyway, I didn't, obviously. I didn't then because um, I sort of turned it down, didn't I, then? And so, but... They did phone me, and I think it was mapped out for me. Mm. And when I'm there, I do know that I should be there. And um, I don't know, probably it's big-headedness. I'm, I'm really good at my job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm great at facials, if anybody wants a facial. <laughs> yeah. So I still have time to do people, and I don't just do royalty. Um, and celebrities, although it is nice to do a few celebrities, especially if there's one on telly that you quite like. <laughs> just phone him up. Hey, fancy a facial with me? Yeah, okay. Has David oh. Beckham ever used any of your products? David Beckham <laughs> hasn't. I have no clue whatsoever, and I have never met him, although um, Victoria has, and um, she makes her own products now, or Esther Lauder does for her. But um, so these sort of things can't. They, they sort of can't really be said. But it's like, strangely, it's like um, I was in Taiwan later on and um, when, and I opened a heaven store in Taiwan. And I'm there outside my heaven store in Taiwan. I'm thinking, 
I'm in Taiwan and I'm opening a heaven store. Oh, my God, can I just pinch my hand here? <laughs> it's like... And I come back home and I thought, my salon looks a bit rough. So I closed it for three months and did it all up. And it's... It is... I never... I, why didn't I do the, do the salon up before? You know, so you've really got to push in this life to get wherever you want to go. And I'm like... I'm like a bear with a foot trapped in it, uh, um, or a fox, I suppose, trapped in like a, a something. I would gnaw my foot off to get where I want to go to. Um, I have got that tenacity, and um, I don't think my daughter sees that so much now, but it, it was there. I know that she would gnaw anybody's foot off, but <laughs> <laughs> she is sweet as well. <laughs> and, yeah, so that's about it, gnawing feet and things like that and my skincare, yeah. So why Shropshire? I guess bringing it back to what we're obviously a Shropshire-based business ourselves, why you're in Taiwan, you've been to Dubai, you've been all over the world, why do you want to be based in Shropshire? I love Shropshire. I love it. I, I love to, to come here to, to Jackfield. <laughs> I love the people. We've got a great mix. We're real. People in Shropshire are real. Um, people in London are lovely, but they are different. Um, I think the no more northern you go, the more, you know, they say salt of the earth. Well, there's a good mixture in Shropshire, and they're very family-orientated, and I feel that that's, that's what my business is. And um, if a customer phones me up and chats, I will have every time of day for them in the middle of the night to talk to them about skincare or whatever. I I very often message people. Obviously, I'm dyslexic, so it's really odd when I do message people and they, you know, get the spellings wrong and that. <laughs> I mean, sometimes people say, you're not very professional, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to be professional. I make products. That's, that's what I do. And just looking ahead, you know, obviously from where the business started to where it is now, I mean, what could, where could it possibly go in the future? What plans have you got for the business? There's always possibilities of where to go. What I am enjoying at the moment is I'm enjoying seeing the collagen drops thoroughly improving. I've got another, drop, another product called Alpine Drops that stops pain when you eat them. And they're really, really good. And I, I love them. Um, and we're doing clinical trials on those products at the moment. So we're sort of um, enjoying that. I like that. I'm very much a scientist, although I seem like I'm, you know, I have to prove everything. Because I believe in healing and things like that, it's only because I've had it proven to me. I've proved it, I've tested it, um, and my products are absolutely amazing. The fact that we've got vegan products, we've got men's products. I mean, to just to mention this nettle venom, you know, people didn't like the bees, but nettles are vegan. And it took me five years to find out how to get the venom out of the nettle mm -hmm. so it would work. Because did you know that nettles don't sting you when they're wet? No, I didn't know that. No. So they don't sting you in the rain unless they're hidden underneath something and they haven't got wet. So the type of metatalin is how I explain it. It's metalin, I think it is. Um, that's in here is like it's like a hydrochloric acid um, and you have to keep it not wet in a cream. 
in a water-based cream? Very difficult. I've managed it. I'm very clever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the kind of vegan, cruelty-free products, all of your products have always been organic, as you've already said, but do you think there's been more of a push towards the kind of... I know, personally, I only use cruelty-free... I'm not vegan, but I only use cruelty-free beauty products, and even my fake tan is cruelty-free. Do you reckon there's been more of a push towards that? There has been more of a push to eco and things like that. I mean, we are um, eco-friendly in our place because um, it, it does prove to be very good. We've got a little machine that squashes our boxes and we use that and we've got peanuts that disappear with water. And it's great because the boxes get reused, everything get re gets reused. Our collagen boxes that we send out, we have... We do put them in boxes because they're set of three and they're very pretty and people use them. They take them into school to make drawers for the kids and everything. And I just love to see all that because it's it's just lovely. Um, I mean, obviously, it's um, it's just a really wonderful thing. And when people phone up and say, I've been using the collagen drops, never been able to grow my hair, and, um, you know, I've got bald patches. And when that man phones me up and says that, I love that. Mm. You know, a man with a bald head can grow hair. Mm -hmm. It's shocking. And ladies now do have hair loss. So to have hair loss, they, they sort of have, you know, empty hair. And I was as well. I'd got thyroid problem. I mean, my hair's really thick. I mean, I've straightened it so it looks a little bit thinner, but my curly, it looks woof. <laughs> yeah. Is there one sort of particular product you're most proud of? This is my favourite. The age defiance, because I can't do without that. <laughs> I love it, I love it, I love it. I love to stop spots and everything. I am proud of the bee venom, and I do use all of them. If I didn't make my products, and I could never have had these products because I never made them, I don't think my life would feel as good, because I love using my own products. Um, they are gorgeous. Um, they do so much. And I really enjoy, with... We do subscriptions for the collagen drops and I've made these extra products for gifts for people. So I make, I love making new products. So this is a, a serum and they get it free when they get the collagen and this is a spray. So it's just really, really lovely. 